welcome to On the Couch with James Field and Ian Harris. It's episode 42 for the 11th of May 2007. Hi Ian, how's it going? Ooh. Hi James, how are you? I'm trying not to clip on the end of the phone here. There we go. I must not shout. Uh, it's on the couch podcast number 42, I believe. It is indeed. Fabulous. And we're doing it a bit remotely this time. Indeed, it's a long couch again. It's a very long couch. Stretched across the country. Yes, the longest couch episode, possibly <laughs> not. Um, anyway, we'll be uh, rattling straight on in with our usual set of stories, which we're going to cover UK news, a bit of international news. Content delivery, IPTV, mobile, gaming, and other stuff. And other stuff, indeedy. And as usual, uh, action-packed week of excitement. Um, kicking off with the uh, UK in that sort of order. What's going on in the UK, Ian? Well, the big announcement this week from ITV, who is the uh, dominant commercial broadcaster, commercial broadcaster yeah. in the UK, is that uh, Michael Grade, who's the ITV chairman, has admitted the broadcaster has fallen behind in its rivals in adapting to the online world, but promised to leapfrog them with its ambitious new broadband portal. So on ITV's new uh, TV portal, you'll be able to watch anything on ITV's many channels during the last 30 days. Uh, you'll be able to watch uh, 20,000 hours of their mm-hmm. archive. Is this going to be available anywhere else? Is it going to be... Uh, outside of the UK? Yeah, I mean, like I um, on cable or satellite or anything, are they going to... No, it's just on, just on the web at the moment. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and it's, uh, the, the scheme they're using is a click and play, meaning that it's a streaming service as opposed to a download service. Ah, I see. And I presume it's free. Nothing's yeah, with here's mentioned about pre-roll ads, cost. or they're going to put special ads in there. I guess yeah, ads galore. So some of the programs will mm-hmm. have a single sponsor. Some of them will have more frequent, shorter ad breaks, which I'm sure, which I'm sure yeah. will make everything better. Because um, mm. I, mean, I think that's going to be they'll be putting more pre-roll ads. Because I think that's going to be allegedly what's going to save the online video industry is it being the norm to put in these pre-roll ads. So put yes. new ads on the front. And I, I read a thing in um, Wired magazine yesterday about. Now, uh, Google's planning on doing that. Um, right. So on YouTube, they haven't done it yet, but I think that's going to be, mm-hmm. and that's the, the thing that's bringing on there. Um, interesting. That's pretty exciting because this is... Uh, Windows Media Player only? I expect so. Yes. Um, but uh, it's pretty exciting to have 30 days worth of catch-up available, which is kind of nice when someone says, ah, watch this great program last night and you've forgotten to record it. Yeah, yeah. Um, without having to have any of that... You know, set the box technology kicking around. So it's purely on PC. Is your satellite box with a partition disc? Is that doing this kind of um, push content stuff yet? It is. Yeah. In fact, I checked it the other day, and it's full of stuff. Stuff. Is it any good? Um, you had to go. Yeah, it's all right. Is it all pay per view? Uh, no, some of it's just random programs. Some of it's pay per view. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it gives you another set of things to go and you know what can what can be watched tonight on the box, and there's a collection of random stuff where you go, oh, okay, well I'll give that a go. All oh, right. I don't quite know how they come up with the recommendations for what they. I mean, obviously someone sits down and thinks fairly carefully about what programs they're going to try right. and promote. Um, but uh, it, there doesn't seem to be a pattern to it. Just can yet. you go and select stuff and say, actually, I'm not interested in this, or choose genres no. or anything? No, it's um, it's purely pushed. Okay. So you get um, you get a set of stuff, and that's that's the way it is. So there's a bunch of movies from box office uh, and a bunch of different programs mm-hmm. as well. Which um, yeah. You, so have you, you actually do. watched some stuff on that yet? Or? I've checked that it works, but okay. <laughs> I haven't watched anything on it. So they might put different ads on there as well. 
Yeah, there might be. In fact, that would be that would be true. It could be different. Yeah, all sorts yeah. of different stuff. Well, no doubt we shall have a little report on that when you've. Uh, yeah, I'll have to check it out in more thoroughly. I have uh, too many episodes of Heroes to watch at the moment. To yeah, uh, I've heard about that actually. I haven't seen it. Is it good? It's that's it's a superhero very, kind of thing, right? It's the the people who get superpowers, but they're kind of normal people. Yeah, they're kind of you know the reluctant heroes, I guess. Mm. And um, again, with the kind of typical Americans you know, kind of soap opera series type stuff there's a kind of overlying theme where you're kind of discovering what's really going on episode by episode yeah um, it's, uh, but it's very well acted and uh, the scripting is excellent and the special effects are quite cute so <laughs> highly recommend it there we go and that's available <laughs> on Sky One or something like that presumably that's right yeah brilliant not available on cable no doubt in the UK yeah that's exactly you're right you're missing out um, okay so moving on international news um now, this is DirecTV, who's the largest satellite TV broadcaster in the world in North America. Has and what's the story here? They're offering a mobile service. Is this right? Well, yeah. Now, this if you delve into this, I mean, I thought this was a PMP. I guess you did as well. But then it turns out, actually, this is a kind of dish you clamp onto your, your Hummer or something. <laughs> and you right. can watch TV. Now, this isn't particularly unusual uh, there's right. been a lot of aftermarket solutions for this for putting on your yacht or your truck or something uh-huh. but i guess this is just direct tv packaging something up themselves and saying actually this is the real deal okay so it's not a pmp because you get a 17 inch lcd monitor yeah integrated with a direct tv receiver yeah so it's basically a dish thing package that goes mm-hmm. on and it, well i've seen this in other markets like korea uh, where the broadcaster has actually sold it they've realized that a lot of people are watching on the road or right you know, have an RV or a recreational vehicle or something, and they go out and do this. I actually, um, bizarrely enough, bought a dish which uh, like this for Europe, actually, which is a... Okay. It's kind of a free-to-air dish. It comes in a box. looks like a power drill. You know, it's the main attraction for me. Um, <laughs> but you open the plastic box, and there's a dish, a plastic dish, actually. I was surprised that the dish was actually a... Plastic, really? Plastic dish, but clearly covered with some sort of metalized, or mm. it's a metalized plastic mm. or something. Uh, but it comes with the LMB and a bit of cable, and a, wow. and you can actually kind of leave it in the box and just adjust it and there's a little adjusty thing on the back which tells you how to line it up it comes pre-programmed with all the european satellites in there and uh, how do you line it up though i mean that's uh, trivial no there's a it comes with this lining up gadget which is basically wow. a little compass thing and you, you say where you are the nearest city you're in and then say okay. which satellite and that gets it pointing in roughly the right direction cool. and then you just sort of move it up and down a bit which i've, I've had a bit of practice in in my past life so it's not too uh, not too tricky to do, but uh, yeah, before, before I knew it, I was watching lots of German television and uh, 21 regional variations of uh, UK's uh, ITV, in fact, as we talked about earlier on, <laughs> with all the different ads on. Um, so lots of, lots of things going on there. So that was quite amusing. That's very cool. And it comes so with you... a gadget to stick it onto your car. Well, I'm going to have to get one of these so I can take it on the train. That would be a little fun, I think. Yes. <laughs> you think it'd be a bit deep? <laughs> I think you could, yeah, you'd have to do a bit of Indiana Jones action on the, uh, the roof, right, probably. Of, but, on the, but, you know, everyone could crowd around and we could watch TV. That'd be great. Yeah, that would. I think you might want to wait for mobile TV, but more of that later. <laughs> cool. Okay, so DirecTV are getting into portable stuff. Yeah, I guess it's exploring new niches. As, as people get more mature, I guess, they look at mm. new niches, whether that's in a multiple dwelling units or whether it's mobile mm. or... You know. Indeed, if you've got a summer house or yeah. a holiday house or a beach house or something and you want to be able to pick up your satellite stuff and take it down there, it's a lot easier, I guess. To yeah, with a built-in TV, but I think it is, yeah, I mean, we'll see. I think, uh, you know, if you've got a yacht or a summer house, I guess, you know, you might as well just get a real one installed. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Still. Mm. If you're all camping and you... I don't know if it does tracking, because that's the key. If you're moving, you have to then have a dish that tracks. 
Uh, yeah. And in fact, um, I was involved in some of the early trials of doing that sort of thing on planes in Australia. Oh, really? Yep. And uh, and on trains, in fact. And uh, again, it's it's uh, there's some complicated electronics to make it all work and know where you are and be able to yeah. point to the right place. You'd have the GPS and then do, and it gets a bit tricky as well if you're using linear polarization, which we tend to use in Europe. I think in in DirectV they use circular polarization, so you don't actually have yes. to twist the LMB at all. Uh-huh. Uh, whereas in Europe, you need to get the LMB also at the right angle, so you've got three axes you need to twizzle with, which gets a bit tricky, three. which makes it a little more fun. Yes. Um, Anywho, content delivery, what's going on here? Uh, well, not strictly content delivery, but um, in terms of, um, well, I didn't really know what category to stick this one in. Uh, but Apple has, has come out and said, look, uh, we realize that the uh, environmental organizations are kind of giving us a bit of stick for having toxic chemicals in our products. Yeah, yeah. And um, they We talked saying, about this earlier because I went and tried to swap my, my iPod at the Apple store in New York and they said they couldn't swap it because... The European one doesn't have hazardous substances in, but the ones in the US do. Ah, so they that's couldn't right. give me one. Um, couldn't mm. swap it over. Um, but yeah, so I guess they've coming out clean on that. I get a lot of pressure from Greenpeace and people like that to hit them. So uh, apparently, Steve Jobs gave a speech and said, "Actually, we're greener than most people," mm. and they're switching to having LED backlighting as opposed to. I guess non-LED backlighting. <laughs> I <laughs> guess la- that's the alternative. In, in laptops and stuff. Um, and they use high-quality plastics, and they're doing a recycling thing for iPods as well, I think, yeah, right. which in the US originally, and then they'll take them back. So I guess it's more maybe content recycling. <laughs> yeah, but I was quite uh, surprised at the mm. toxic chemicals that are kicking around in these things, like Cyanide, lead, cadmium, lead, yeah. arsenic, mercury, yeah. well, polyvinyl chloride. It all sounds pretty nasty. Yeah, I mean, there's lots of sort of substances in stuff that make I mean I was reading the other day about how helium is getting really scarce because it's used a lot for making electronics right. so it's, it's a uh, but it's very difficult to get hold of helium so mm-hmm. um, you know, there's lots of rare earth metals and things like that which go into production processes to make them mm-hmm. I guess more efficient uh, but maybe Apple's f- sort of doing I guess doing the right thing which I mean everyone seems to be doing this uh, oh, it's good to see them age. good to see them doing that yeah I mean everyone will be doing it soon so I guess it's just marketing at the end of the day um, and another kind of Apple-related stories, if you're, in, if you're into uh, Apple varieties, it's Cox. Um, Cox <laughs> disables ad skipping. What's all this about? Well, uh, Cox are a cable company in the US. Right. A very big one, I believe. Yep. And uh, they've... Uh, well, I mean, all, all the broadcasters, all the uh, advertisers, uh, all the marketing companies are trying to deal with these uh, PVRs and how you deal with people skipping over all those ads that you've spent millions of dollars getting onto mm-hmm. the TVs in the first place. Right. And uh, Cox has done a deal with ABC and ESPN, mm-hmm. uh, video on demand services, so not the normal kind of programming, but uh, actual VOD. Right. And... Uh, a bit like, I don't know if you, you remember with DVDs back in the, the old days when we watched DVDs before mm-hmm. we had video on demand. Uh, the beginning bit of DVDs often has a copyright notice or something where you can't actually fast forward it. You, well, you can't skip it. You can fast forward it. To be yeah, fair, you can't even fast forward it on most of the oh, right, new okay. players. So yeah. you're actually forced to sit there and watch it until it yeah. goes away. Uh, well, I've chosen to do a similar sort of thing with uh, commercials right at the start of the actual program. Mm-hmm. So you, you're... You know, you can you can still get the programs, um, uh, but when you actually get this is only for older VOD content, right? So you, you have to be VOD. You can't mash the the fast forward button on VOD. Correct. If you recorded it yourself, 
you can still, still, okay. still okay. So it's not yep. using anything more than, I guess, the disabling fast forward on VOD sessions, I suppose. That's right. Um, so it's kind of like, uh, I don't know. You see, again, you're seeing different companies trying to deal with the fact that people just aren't watching the ads. Well, forcing them to watch them is yeah. one idea, I guess. I'm not sure how... I mean, that gets confusing for users then, doesn't it? Because they're not sure when they press the button if it's going to do something or not. Mm, it can get so very confusing. Are you being arrested again there, Ian? No, we have some sirens out on the street. Wow, that sounds a bit scary up there. No, they haven't found me yet. <laughs> keep, keep, keep your head down, you'll be fine. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, I guess that's, it's more how people use the PVR and whether people get used to it. And I know that like TiVo has this ad skip button, doesn't it, where you can just press it and jump forward 30 seconds and things mm. like that. So, um, I don't know. If the ad, I think at the end of the day, if the ads are good, people will watch them. Exactly. If it's the cheesy, you know, come to my curry house, I'm very good. <laughs> with a little static picture behind you know, it's not you're not going to watch it but if it's uh, exactly right. if it's uh, got a little bit of a story and it looks funky high production values we might just watch it so precisely mm-hmm. okay so moving on to IPTV yes a couple of uh, stories there a couple of a couple of things here I've come across this thing called blip.tv which hopefully is a little more of a less of a blip than aggregator TV which went <laughs> down the right. tubes um, which started and went <laughs> Uh, so what and, is it? Well, it's a, again, it's an internet startup, but essentially it looks like it's a service where they're looking to provide uh, a hosting service for all types of content. Anything video, right? Anything video related, including uh, uh, the associated uh, podcast relating mm-hmm. uh, RSS feeds and so on, uh, so that people can actually uh, provide almost like a television series out to the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, all in one place, so it can host pictures, uh, videos. Um, they had all these little, little things together, and they've what, knitted them together into a, a to TV? A coherent service, right. meaning that uh, at that point you can um, fully host your entire video content uh, along with all the associated bits and pieces and also charge customers to watch it. Uh, and uh, Lip.TV goes halves with customers mm-hmm. to uh, share the content costs. So is it trying to have, bring some editorial, basically, into it? Is that the... And I think it's it's the admin of actually getting money from people and then palming it back out again okay. to the content provider. So, so like a kind of current TV kind of thing. Yeah, but, but with money involved and being able to... Somewhere to host all that stuff on the internet. Okay, so it's like startup current TV rather than kind of Al Gore current TV. Exactly. Really. I mean, YouTube allows you to host videos yeah. and videos only. Mike Hudak. And for free. Yeah. Whereas um, this is, you know, blip.tv is going straight into the, okay, well, if you want to charge customers to watch your amazing content, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll help you take money off them, uh, provided a better quality than what YouTube does and host all the stuff for you. So uh, we'll go halves with the content producers. And I guess they just need money. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, uh, that's a great, a great, I guess you get lots of viewers and then you need money to keep serving it out. So that's pretty good. Exactly. Build a strong brand, blip.tv. Brilliant. Yes, it's quicker, well, it's to, quicker to type than YouTube, maybe. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so we'll see. have to give that a go during the week and uh, do a do a report on that next week. Take a looky see. Um, also, Juiced has been in the news, right? Hmm. A um, couple of stories we picked up on. One is that uh, Juiced has been given loads of cash uh, by some fairly kind of major investors, people like uh, Lee Kashing over in Hong Kong. Um, I think they're minority stakes, but they raised about forty-five million dollars, right? Yeah, which isn't bad. I mean, I guess, I mean, they had uh, a couple of billion in their back pocket to start with, but um, 
getting other people involved and uh, spending their money is always better than spending your own money. <laughs> yeah, I mean, who knows what they've actually spent to date. I guess we don't know, do we? <laughs> That's but, right. um, but they're also, as they, I think they took the site out from a, I guess, more of a public beta where anyone could sign up as beforehand it was uh, referrals, right? Yes. You have to do. So if you know someone that has a juice, they can now send you a, a referral. They don't have a limited number anymore. Right. Um, and uh, I mean, the, the general feeling seems to be the criticism is more not in terms of the service itself, but the content. Right. As a lot of people said, you know, it seems like a very basic cable service. Um, mm. Nice, but why would I bother? Lots of cheesy channels kind of thing. Yes, but um, they keep you know, they continue to sign up um, content providers. They've already got CBS and Viacom. Um, they're currently looking at uh, Warner Brothers Television Group who do stuff like Babylon 5. Um, and uh, But there's no kind of problem technically. I mean, I was kind of thinking that this was everyone tries to watch and it doesn't work kind of stuff. Well, this is the thing. There's another article about the fact that uh, all these people signed up and then bang, the servers have uh, been stumbling a bit, says uh, Chief Executive Frederick mm. DeWall. And is that in the sign-up process, do you think, or delivering the video? I expect it's the delivering of the video because that's the yeah. hard bit. Because the vision um, here was that it would be peer-to-peer, I thought. So it wouldn't be yeah. big servers. Well, this is the thing. It shouldn't. It, I mean, the more people that use it, the better it should be. So yeah. But then I did hear they were building up this big centre in Luxembourg, which actually was doing VOD because you have to seed the content. You have to have a significant amount of seeding. Mm. Um, maybe the load will come down as you have more users, but there's got to be this kind of interim phase where, yeah, a, as content it. becomes popular, you still need exactly. to serve it. So, um, I guess people need to do more analysis of like BitTorrent traffic and things like that. But I mean, that's been done as far as I know. Nothing. Yeah, I can't see why this wouldn't. I mean, mm. again, once you've seeded the program out there, it should. I still haven't really taken a look. Have you? You've got an account on Juiced, have you? No, I've got a friend who's got an account. So I've I've seen the service, and it's, I mean, it's, it's nice. Okay, it you works. can admit it's to fine. it, Ian. You don't have to kind of say. <laughs> no, it's okay. I would I would love to have my own account. I have to get him to send me a, one of those free yeah. sign up links now. But uh, take a look. Um, but the only dis- I mean, it's, the video quality was fine. It was four by three. Um, so it suited, you know, laptop screens, if you like, yes, PC screens. But not TV still. Um, but it's not really TV stuff. Um, yeah. And, uh, the, I mean, again, the, and the content was like, you know, it had MTV and that sort of stuff yeah. on it. But uh, I think if you do get on it, you should let me know and then I can try and sort of hack my Apple TV and see if we can. I think there's a juiced, you can do a juiced hack for Apple TV and get it Ooh, running that would on be there, neat. So. Um, But that I really must great. subscribe to an all-you-can-eat internet package quickly. <laughs> exactly, because your content, your uh, <laughs> bandwidth bills are going to be huge. My experimentation is becoming uh, expensive. The, the black helicopters from British Telecom will be circling around my house, <laughs> dropping bills on me. Have you heard anything more about VT, BT Vision? No, I, I keep trying to sort of sign up. I mean, the last thing we heard was that there were at least 5,000 subscribers, of which 3,000 work for BT. But, uh, uh, well, I've heard that uh, it's just in soft launch phase, mm-hmm. according to the, uh, the inside people, but... Uh, in any day now, they're going to release a swathe of marketing that uh, it's Britain up. has never seen before, and they'll have more users than they can perks to get. Well, there we go. Good luck to them. Maybe that's, I mean, that's what I did the first time I took IPTV, and this was probably three, four years ago. The reason I did it was because that's how I could get an all-you-can-eat internet package. Ah, see, exactly. I didn't, didn't pay anything for the TV, and I didn't watch it, but I got all-you-can-eat internet. Ah, clever. So maybe that's my little back door through... Uh, BT. Anyway, let's uh, wait and see. Um, now, TV isn't just for PC, isn't just for TV, also happening on mobile, isn't it? It is indeed. And um, you know, 
We have um, a new service available in the UAE. Yeah, the United Arab Emirates, for those who don't know where that is. That's in the Middle East. Um, I'm not sure it's that new. I think it was the the release was like they have 100,000 users on their three and, three and a half. I don't know, what's a three and a half G handset? I think it's using, um, do you mean two and a half G? Is it three and a half? I don't know. No, it says three and a half G, doesn't it? That's all clearly better than three. <laughs> That's right. It's half as <laughs> even faster. Half and much better again. Yeah. Hmm. Um, so they're doing a, a generic media player, which I think is actually the real player. Um, ah, right. As far as I can see, and they've got fantastic names for the service there. Or GSM or Wazzle users can sign up for the Wayak service. <laughs> I I'm sure that means uh, something in a non-English language. Yeah, and it's very easy to use. You just go to the mobile portal which is mm-hmm. a WAYAC using EWAP. <laughs> Choose from a number of distant, different listed live channels. They've got things like Dubai, Abu Dhabi Sports or BBC World. Mm-hmm. Click on the listed channels. The channel will automatically start playing in device media player, e.g. real player. Which sounds oh, that was the clue about the real player. Okay. Yeah, like, that's how I guessed. <laughs> and then you can stop, pause, or view the streamed video full screen using your media player menus. Cool. Um, sounds great. And it's free. Mm-hmm. And it's free and unlimited, but you have to pay thirty nine. AED. I think they're uh, dirhams. I think is the the currency there. I'm not quite sure what my dirham exchange rate is um, (laughs) at the moment, Uh, but I guess if you've got a high end phone, I don't know if they do a rental model or a purchase model over there. Right. uh, I guess it's uh, maybe they've got a hundred thousand users. Yeah. Well, I I don't know if there's a hundred thousand capable users. Um, Mm. It could be more. You know, this. I, I don't know if this is specifically for. Um, the rental is just it's, it's a bit of a top up service you don't have to watch it but you've got 100,000 capable viewers uh, right. so I guess they would know but uh, um, I can just I, I know some of the driving when I've been to Abu Dhabi is a bit crazy because I imagine people are just watching in their cars <laughs> that's right it's because they're all watching their mobile services <laughs> wicked um, excellent good on them that seems so I mean again maybe that fits in with the lifestyle in, uh, in mm. Abu Dhabi people can catch up on news or do something mm. or, you know um, Fantastic! That's over three G, so that's yeah, cool. I, wonder, that's, I mean, that's you know, that's interesting actually, because you know, uh, in certainly in the UK here, the hands-free driving thing is a no-no. You're not allowed to touch your phone whilst driving. Yes. I wonder if you're watching TV on your phone. Yeah, you're not you're strictly not, touching it. You're not speaking to anyone on it. That's right. You're I just, mean, if you can kind of tape it to your windscreen somehow, you yeah, can watch and drive at the same time. Yeah. So you, you I mean, I'm sure it's going to happen. There's going to be an accident where someone says, "I wasn't on the phone. I was watching TV." <laughs> yes. Well, I think um, um, I think get banned you, before you can even blink. I think you're going to go down, aren't you? For that one, there's <laughs> going are. to be no uh, no escape. But we'll have to have to see. Um, okay, moving on to gaming. Mm-hmm. Um, how are you doing? Have you weed at all recently? Uh, my Wii action has been fairly lame because I've been fairly busy. In fact, I was having a conversation with one of the guys at work who we kind of exchange gaming tips and. Uh-huh. Um, uh, there hasn't been a lot of excitement in the whole gaming world for a little while now. It's like everyone's kind of in a bit of a lull. We're waiting for Star Wars. Exactly. And mm. uh, there's been a few games releases for the Wii that I've seen. But mm-hmm. uh, again, um, a bit more, I'm a bit more savvy these days. I go and check the reviews on the yeah, web and, yeah. and they say, this is a really terrible game. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I was reading about the, um, the Grand Theft Auto series and how they're supposed to be coming out with next-gen console uh, release in, I think, September time. Right. Which apparently they've been in a bit of trouble because, you know, they had this uh, hidden sex scene and stuff. Mm. Um, so they're hoping this will pull them out of it. Um, but they're going for an Xbox 360 and PS3 release. I mean, that'd be... Um, they're, they're it could be the good. most popular games yeah. ever invented except for uh, The Sims, I think, so... Yeah, I mean, could be good. Um, 
I don't know. I'm st- I'm still. I actually had to look up some hints on the internet to try and do a bit more Zelda on the Wii, uh, just because I'd been and played it for ages because I was stuck. I didn't quite know how to get ah. through. But it was one of these. You know, I don't know if you've seen. You've got Zelda, haven't you? I do, and I've. Um, you get to a certain point, and you just can't work out what to do, and you get bored. That's, well, that's, that's the way that's I do. Is, <laughs> and that's fundamentally my problem with most of these games. Yeah. And when I was playing, there's a game called Fear, right. which uh, it's a shooting game, is it or something? Uh, yeah, First you, person. You thing. run around trying to work out what's happening with some sort of nuclear lab that's turned everyone into zombies or something. Right. Standard uh, there. Really. And it's a very good game because the the artificial intelligence in the people that you're competing against, or the the robots, I mm-hmm. guess. Uh, the bots or the you know the characters in the yeah, game. Yeah, the non-player it's characters. Yeah. It's very good. It's not like um, in most of these sort of games, uh, you know, the guys that are shooting at you kind of, they can hide, they pop up, they shoot at you and then yeah. they stand around waiting for you to come and get them. These ones, the guys actually come after you and jump over things and climb under things and come after so you. So you really have to hide. You do have to. It takes a bit more skill. So that was a good fun game. But mm. again, with most of these things, I get stuck and then go, well, what do I do next? But there's actually a walkthrough on the net yeah. of this game. So you can actually... Go and find out what to do next. And, you know, I actually got a lot more enjoyment out of that because I'd get stuck. I'd go and look something up and go, ah, right, okay. Yeah, but would you have tried a bit harder if you didn't know the walkthrough was there? There are walkthroughs for all games on the net. You know, it amazes me within, like, a day of release there's a full walkthrough up there. Some some geeks sat there and, well, play games. (laughs) Well, yeah. (laughs) But, I mean, that's all they do. But, I mean, it does kind of help you get a bit more out of it, but... um, I think so because I I do... Mm. And I got through a bunch of levels of that and then got stuck and went... I don't know what to do. I've been through this level a thousand times. I'm bored and yeah. I never finished it. So I actually think um, I'd, have, I'd even be happy with a little bit of a hint button, you know, like, yeah. okay, go and do this. Ah, oh, fine, you know. And well, it's, it's like in the quiz question where you can say, ah, just kill this level. Nail <laughs> <laughs> the boss, whatever it is. That's um, right, the magic keys. Yes. Well, the, the God mode. That's the always one, isn't it? Yes. Um, anyway, we, we haven't talked about Second Life for a while, have we? Uh, no, we haven't. So, but there is a little bit of news about Second Life, isn't there? And this is a conventional broadcaster. I don't know if it's the first one. Sky News, again, the UK um, entity, has mm-hmm. launched on Second Life. Uh, and they have a virtual newsroom, I think, with virtual um, reporters and stuff. So they'll have a, a replica of their news center. Um, so people can go and have a look at it. And you'll be right. able to allegedly create your own news reports, upload your own features, video clips and even bump into and chat with the presenters. Um, cool. Which seems a bit of a late entrant in Second Life. Um, I know. What have they been doing? Like, yeah, I mean, even the, the Swedish embassy been, is there. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> really? <laughs> have yep. you been recently? I haven't been recently, but uh, I've in, in the last little while, I've uh, upgraded my PC at home, so I think right. um, it'll be ready for the, the challenge of uh, running those Second Life graphics. Yeah. Well, and you need lots of bandwidth as well to sort of, as the world sort of fills in around you, doesn't it? That's so exactly right. Moving but, from uh, wireframe to real life. I think I'm going to, I mean, it, it's such a rich world in there now. It's got everything from Sky News as, um, I think it was, was it uh, Reuters that had a new service there as well? Mm. You have yeah. to find the stuff, though. It's not... I know, that's half the problem. But, I mean, mm. that's the problem in the real world as well. How do you find these well, But at least in the real world, it takes you time to get places. In um, Second Life, you can teleport and fly and stuff. True. So there's no time delay, but it's still finding stuff. Yes. Yeah. is a tricky one. And I don't... Can you hot link directly into Second Life, like a URLs and things like that? I don't think so. I think you have to start off somewhere and then know what to do next. Yeah. I think you, you can search. Need a kind of internet directory for Second Life. Yeah. Well, like the Rough Guide, I'm sure they'll be there next. <laughs> yeah, that's rough right. Guide, need the life. Lonely Planet for Second <laughs> yeah. Life. That's but it would what have we to need. be dynamic. Well, no, you need probably more a Hitchhiker's Guide to Second Life. Oh, uh, yeah. That's what you need. Where's Arthur C. Clarke when you need him? 
Um, maybe <laughs> that he's, was Douglas he's from, Adams for oh, oops, guy. Yeah, what a, <laughs> that's Bango's my literary credibility <laughs> there. Um, so, um, if you've got any stories out there or listenership, do send us a note uh, to onthecouchpodcast.com. Uh, look at the website, there's a feedback button. Look at the notes, uh, which Ian handcrafts. Indeed. Uh, indeedy. Um, and any feedback you've got about, you know, audio quality or size of files, let us know if you've got any tips for what we can do. Do let us know. That would really be great. It. Um, and we'll be back uh, next week with new news. All right. Okay. And keep on gaming, Ian. Don't look up the cheats too much. <laughs> I'll do my best. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so it's goodbye from me, James. And bye from Ian. Cheers, man. Bye. Bye.